to say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. The Open Mic. The Open Mic. Podcast. Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's going on everybody, it's on my radio show, I'm your host Mike Brown for another exciting episode of the podcast, I want to first thank everybody for sharing the show, liking the show, um, sponsoring the show, all the ones, the twos, the threes, and the tens of you that decided to do these things, real quick before I go any further, we do not own the rights to this song, I'm here for your happiness and your pleasure, it's been a great week of comedy for myself, and by a great week, I'm actually one of the greatest weeks off ever, but a lot of shows are popping off, uh, I want to shout out to the three guys on podcast for having me on this week, uh, please make sure you um, check out that episode, we got Jaws um, for the freeloaders, and it's another one called Circles, that's for the Patreon folks that um, get an opportunity to... Uh, Donate to the podcast, man. It was a really fun show. Shout out to Andy Klein, Randolph Terrence. And uh, speaking of um, guests and people that's on the show, I want to shout out to my homie. What's going on, Glenn? Hey, what's going on? Oh, that came out a little bit hot. What's going on, Mike? Man, it's, good it's, to be back. Hey, man, it's always good to have you in the booth, hey. as they say. Hey, and listen, that was the fastest uh, little setup ever, man. Usually it takes a little minute. You got to tweak or whatever. Now we just jump right into it. That was dope. Hey, man. Well, you know, we, you know more, you know, practice make permanent. Practice makes permanent. There you go. You started off, had a good week, and now we cruising into the weekend. Oh, yeah, man. Got a lot of stuff going on. What's up with you, man? That's how I talk to you. Um, the episode hasn't aired yet. It's called the Do Drop In episode. It's with you and Stephanie. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Consuela? Kinsella. Kinsella? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah that's the last time I've. Um. That's the well. That's the last time I had you here. Um. They haven't heard the episode. Oh, yet. when we when right before we did the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Oh, okay. So they haven't heard that one yet. Okay. Yeah, so haven't released a, it yet. It's all good, man. We could we could line these up, just drop them one by one. Oh yeah, that's the whole point because piece. it's hard to get you. You know, we with our busy schedule, it's hard to get you or myself available at the same same time. You know time. what? You're right. So man. I can always drop like three or four episodes back to back to back. I like it. You so, got them in the vault. Yeah, I got them in. Did the you vault. ever drop that Brokeback Mountain one that you was? No, that that was one of the first ones. That, I dropped. It, oh, was it? Yeah. So that's not in the backlog anymore. That's out there. For no, no, it's been there. out there for a while. Okay. That shows you. That shows me how much you actually support and subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> actually, I knew it was out there. I just wanted to bring it back up again. No, so that was a call. Back. Listen again. It was that was a callback. That was a callback. You was calling it back. You <laughs> was, was calling, calling it back. back because my my fascination <laughs> and love for uh, um, all things Brokeback, all things bareback. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everything that's bareback. <laughs> hey man, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I like the sh- I like the movies, man. I, I looked at the uh, Liberace joint the other day, man. The, the oh, okay. Behind the Counter Opera. Uh, really? Yeah, it was the story of Liberace. Michael Douglas, right? Yeah, the story of Michael. Uh, not Michael Douglas, but yeah, I was no, say Liberace. the story. Of Michael, yeah, I was yeah. say the story of Michael Douglas, but no, it was Michael Douglas playing Liberace. Yeah. How was it? It was good. It was on HBO. Okay. You feel lighter on your feet? Me? Yeah. Nah. Like sometimes you watch things and get inspired. To be to do what bareback? Uh, I don't know. Beju- you, uh, bejewel your uh, life after death jacket or. Hey man, <laughs> I would never bejewel the great Biggie Smalls life after. I don't know. Thing. You might be trying to mix it up. You know, get nah, a little man. Liberace nah. and Biggie. Sky. A little nah. bigger, bigger Rachi. Nah man, <laughs> not my speed, yo. Sky. Because that's that's how he said. It. He was like, "Ah, oh, my little Adonis has returned." <laughs> My Adonis has returned. Hi, Scott. Hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I haven't seen that yet. That's actually one of the uh, movies I wanted to catch. You know what I want to see? I want to see that Vice. Have you seen that? Christian Bale? Mm-mm. Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney? 
No, I didn't see. I didn't even know that was even happening. Yeah, Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney doesn't make sense, right? But when you see it, you're like, yo, that's spot on. Yo, it looks good. They probably just gonna hand him the Oscar right after it. it uh, they probably already handed it to him. Yeah, like we just like, don't don't take any pictures with this yet. But this is already yours. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Let's like, him a favor. Like what? Can yeah. you not put this on Instagram yet? Like, let's <laughs> make it a surprise. We all know where it's going. This is this is yours. We like, know where it's gonna be. We, Denzel might have an Oscar award winning performance, right? But you already won this. Don't worry about this. We just. Mm-hmm. Also, you think he's going? He was going to get a nod for uh, the Equalizer. Who? First of all, <laughs> first of all, Denzel <laughs> needs to get the the nod simply for the fact that. He's a, almost a 70-year-old man doing karate kicks. Hey. I mean, he's in better shape and more flexible than I am, and he's half my age. I'm half his age. That's that's true. Yeah. That's true. He keeps it together. But if, if you had that much money to just always stay in shape, you probably would. Yeah. I've, all you got to do is wake up. You know what? Yeah. I, hey, I don't have any movies today. I might as well. I might as well go work out. I might as well go work out. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my struggle right now is the simple fact that it's, it's eight hours of work day. You know, mm. There's cats that, de- that dedicate their time. It's like... We have a gym in my office where I could go and work out, mm. but I just feel guilty going to work out for an hour and then eating my healthy lunch. You'd be like, hey, did you just have your lunch break? Like, do I have my gym break? Now it's time for me to have my lunch break. Uh, one of my <laughs> one of my mentors told me once before, he's like, uh, so how long, you, like I said, I was going, oh, man, I'm going to feel guilty. And he's like, oh, okay, well, how long is that going to last? Because right after you're done feeling guilty, you could do, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, now that you're done feeling guilty, you want yeah. to go to some push-ups or yeah, exactly. some flutter kicks or something. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So, that's, that's our bad was So, you said you had a good week, man. What happened during the week? Tell me. Uh, give me give me the lowdown. Nothing. I just didn't do anything comedy-wise. I, it was funny because I either I'm on the mic uh-huh. or I'm doing something great. Okay. That's not that has, that's still comedy-related, but I, don't, I didn't have to go and sign up for a mic or anything. Uh, there was no broke, um, broke back. There was no broken mic comedy. Mm. Um, you know, obviously because it was um the slavery day or the we took your land day, Monday. Indigenous people day? Yeah, it was like, yeah, remove these people. Thanos mm. Day. I like to call it Thanos. Mm. Thanos Day were uh, But I mean I think on the day everybody was happy because they were all lost at sea. The Indians were like, Oh, we found some new people. Yeah. I think initially it was cool and then it you know, it took a turn. Like I think the actual day that he <laughs> landed, it was like, Okay, it's a little party. Oh, we're 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 hey, survived. Welcome. Hey, we got new people here. There's new people with Come horses. to my T P. Yeah, exactly. It was a it was a party at first and then and there, there was, like the initial day. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Just like just like Thanksgiving when you when your relatives come over. Initially it's like, Hey, it's yeah. all love and, and then like three days later they ask you for money. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, hey, I came here on a one way. Yeah. So I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you to <laughs> I need I came here on a one way. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know I was going to stay. I I just or they start talking trash about your air mattress. Yeah, like oh the one I have at home has an yeah, actual motor go, on it. You should probably go home then because <laughs> you know you're you're a guest. Uh, you don't even live here. No, I didn't mean it like that. I ain't mean it like that. It's fine. I'll take this little but, ass air mattress. Yeah, that's cool. I, you could have went home. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's and then, how I and feel. then they asked you for money to get back. They got you. They came here on a mm. one way. The one way bus ticket. They, they they took a one way and then because I got a. I don't know. I know my family. So it's funny. You have a lot of local family then. No, I don't. Okay. No, I, well, a lot of my, well, a lot of my family is like a couple hours away. What is it? They, they took a bus. They took a bus on a one way. Yeah. And they expected you to give them. <laughs> like I'm here. That's what happens. You can't buy a house. Yeah. You shouldn't have bought a house. Yeah. Because your family know you got money. Yeah. Like, I don't have any money. So. Like, oh, well, it looks like you're paying your basement. That costs money, don't it? No. That, that, that's a, that's a budget. That's a budget. And I didn't have you on a on a one way uh-huh. factor into the budget <laughs> because there's a budget involved in everything that 
Anyway, so <laughs> it's weird, man. It's, it's weird, man. It's but very yeah, weird. but comedy wise, yeah, I was on the Three Guys on Podcast, which is a really I heard that. Yeah, I, heard, I actually I actually started listening to it. I was listening to it on my drive. I was like, okay, which is interesting because you know usually you're the host here and you be bullying me, mm. but then when you was doing the Three Guys on, it was like, oh, Mike is being nice and he's being nice and calm and, and saying nice things. I was like, I wonder what that feels like. Yeah, it, it's like like nervous, but. <laughs> <laughs> It was good though. It was a good podcast, man. They got a lot of good, um, you know, um, content material. Uh, the way that they they think and everything, I think it's cool. Yeah. And just hearing three established comedians, you know, rapping was that was that was kind of dope. So you okay. got to listen to the uh, the Jaws episode. The Jaws episode. It's the free one. There's a Patreon. Okay. The Patron one was the one with the Patron. That's basically you could donate to the podcast. Okay. And like a couple of dollars. It's like, and I think I might start doing this one day if I ever do it because they do it consistently. They've been doing it consistently for like years. Mm-hmm. So they built up that following right. where you know I do it for a couple of days or a couple of months and like I'm good. Release those backlogs, man. You got you got years of backlogs now. No, just weeks. <laughs> I just got a couple of weeks, yeah. you know. And then there's a few that I can't air. They're like, I don't think we should air that. Like, okay. Oh, really? But um, it's funny because um, remember when I used to do the podcast in a, in, in in the studio. You know, we can't talk about where we're at now because the unbeknown studio. Right. Um, but um, when I used to pay for studio time to record, I used to get mad when I couldn't air an episode because that's a waste of money. Uh, it's a waste of money. It was yeah. basically I could have I could have played with my kids that day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So now it's not as much of a like. Oh, I can't air that. Oh, whatever. No, go play with my kids today. Yeah, I know that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But yo, that was that was a that was real 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 cool. I mean, I I feel like things like that actually uh, help with comedy too. Even though it's not actually being on stage or not right, and I think uh, just getting your ideas out, rapping with somebody else who's uh, who's uh, funny as you are or funnier or, or funnier. Uh, definitely helps, uh, you yeah. know, get get some things flowing. Yeah, it's always good to be around like-minded people or uh, people that are, you know, are funnier or just contribute to um, yeah. comedy. Because it's, it's weird when where everybody's not in that same headspace, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's probably uh, that's like a good that's a good topic, right? Like uh, the company you keep, you know what I mean? Especially oh, in the comedy we, game, right? We, we will talk about that. I mean, I guess we could since we're already here, right? We don't have to. Okay. Uh-oh. See, here's the thing. See, what y'all don't notice is Mike is giving me this look like, "Oh, you about to get roasted? You better, you better, you better pull up." No, 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 no. I'm, not about to, I'm about to roast you. I mean, if you want to talk about? It, we can talk about it. You know, I just feel, I just feel like, well, you know, my saying. Um, I gave up what? I think I have a few years of. Uh, I think I gave enough jewels out. Mm-hmm. But I don't like giving out jewels. Right. It's not okay. my thing. I mean, but you know what? Because in in, in light. Right. Of previous events, right. um, come to comedy stuff. I don't mind giving out jewels. Hey, I mean, man. Sure. No, that, like, everything's shining on you right now. You know what I mean? Like, it, no, that's because the light is the, on. <laughs> the light is the light is bright in the unbeknownst studio. <laughs> uh, but no, it's been shining on you in the comedy world, man. You're you're uh, like as a matter of fact, you about to run from here and go uh, host a show, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the Arlington Draft House. Okay. Yeah, the, the, Main stage. Again, I like to just illuminate the, the <laughs> picture for you guys. You should see the smile that Mike has. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing a little something. something. No, no, I try, to, I, try to, I try to stay, you know, try to stay low key. Low key? Like, he got to, his hair fresh now. He just, you know, he ain't trying to tell you. I try to, I try, no, I just try to stay, you know, I try to stay low key, you know. It's, you know, when, you, when you're out there, you know, uh, it, it's like the, jo- jo- was it, uh, not George Lucas, Frank Lucas, mm-hmm. you know, is like super fly. Okay. You know, shooting like, people in public. Okay. No, just like you don't want to stand out. I got you. you know, keep you just, it low key. Yeah, keep it low key. Then the moment you start flashing, 
They were like, yo, who's that? And it's like, now, now the FBI is looking at you. Oh, and now the DEA is looking at you. Then oh, you get, wow. a, get arrested, yo. <laughs> yeah. What would the equivalent of that be in the comedy world? Like, you being too flashy and them, them, the, they send the people for you. Would, yeah, I mean, it'd just be like... They try to shut you down. Nah, it wasn't so, so shut you down. It's just like, yo, where he come from? Or right. What is that? You know, a lot of times, I like to catch people by off guard. You know, some people just believe that uh, some comics just believes, you know, I have a reputation. And some of those that I'm not around don't know my reputation, and then they don't want to put mm. me on, or then they put me on like, oh man, you're actually pretty. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, what do you think in terms of like, uh, like hanging out when you hanging out with the different comic or whatever? Do you think that hurts you getting booked to things? And I'm asking because you know I'm young. I'm trying to get my booking status up. You know what I mean? I feel like I could probably get booked for more stuff. What do you think? Like, just the company that you keep hurts or harms your your bookability. Nothing, nobody can hurt you but you. Okay. Yeah, I okay. mean, I, that's I truly believe that. Now, you know, I've hung around some unsavory people in my day, right. you know, but that doesn't prevent me from still getting the bookings that you know I so richly deserve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because at the end of the day, you can hang out whoever you want to, right. you know. But if you still garbage yeah on the mic uh, you know you your jokes ain't there right you know it, it, i mean it reflects you know so if you hang around people that are you know aren't really serious about it mm-hmm. you know it, it looks on you negatively but at the same time i feel that i feel at the same that. time if you're uh well, i don't know who i was calling i don't know what my phone was going on oh no that's all good no that makes sense no, um no. but i think also you know when you're hanging around with um uh better comics better talented people it brings your game up it's it's the what is that? It's like the the MJ effect or something like that. Like if if you go play basketball with Michael Jordan, even if you trash, supremely trash, mm-hmm. when you go play with somebody else, your game has been stepped up just by being in the vicinity or being on the court with that type of person. It just brings you up to another level. That's why I like started going to started going to a lot of um, shows and and watching them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name the person who gave me that jewel in terms of uh, comedy, um, because they don't like to put it out there that they be dropping jewels. But uh, a good friend of mine in the comedy game told me that I should go watch some shows as opposed to always just trying to get my little minutes because uh, it'll, it'll, it'll help the game. And I think he was right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't learn if you're always in the, in the fight. You know, hey, that's, that's why. That's why. That's why we gotta watch film. You gotta watch film. You gotta look at the game tape. You gotta, mm-hmm. you know, sometime during the off season, you gotta call Kobe up and like, yo, how'd you do that thing that you did with that thing? You know, right. sometimes you gotta call up Elijah Juan and be like, yo, can you show me that spin maneuver? Yeah. You can't do that if you're still playing the game. Right. You gotta be like, okay. Sure. You know what I looked at? Because you just keep practicing your little bum ass moves. Yeah, your little garbage ass moves, and they're not working. That's why I never understood the. Um, I get it. I just never understood the fascination with. Knowing the mic and then going to another mic and then going to another mic because you're still practicing the same joke, the same mm-hmm. way. You just went to a different location. Right. The audience is different, but you went to the same location. So, um, when do you tweak it? Mm-hmm. When do you have time to really tweak it? But I mean, that's the old head yeah. comic in me, you know. But it a lot all of that has change. a place, right? It yeah. all has a place, you yeah, know. Like so. like the the mic hopping. I think that is just part of the grind. You know what I mean? You're moving constantly, and that that thing's still on your mind. But what do you network? Or do you just not network at all with See, the people? The, you here, just connect here. with people that you want to connect. Like, basically, like for example, you know, like some people come to my room, they perform, and then they go across the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. You go across the street, but at the same time, as the person who's putting the show together, and I say this in Comic Call, so it's not like, oh my God, he's talking shit about Comic Call. I'm not. I say it in my Comic Call, too. Where it's like, cool, but I'm not going to sacrifice my lineup. 
right. because you want to get as many minutes as possible because I have to my 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 uh, my responsibility is to the audience and to the venue. It's not to you all. True. And so that. when you come here and you perform and you're just using this as a, I'm just warming up to, to go to, so to go across the street. Yeah. Then you're not really respecting my mic because then you're not only you saying I'm just warming up, but I need to warm up and I need to go in this particular order. I need right. to be here in this order. Can I go up early? I'm like, okay, cool. You go up early. And then you do that. <laughs> and then you dap me up. And then you're like, all right, man, thanks for the time. And then you go across the street. And it's like, wait a minute, man. And like I said, it could be the old head in me, you know, because I know there's places where you're not going to do that. Yeah. You're not going to you're not going to try to pull the, you know, the can I go up early? Well, that, that's, unless you're really cool. That's a the, that's a really good point. I think that just from me coming in and doing what I do, I think there's a way to go about it where you can respect the room and try to get your your minutes at the next spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a way to do that. And I feel like a lot of people don't think about that. When you're in the room, you should be supporting that room, supporting other comics. Listen to the other comics. Yeah. Because I think that's what also makes you better. You know, you go up there and you're only worried about doing your minutes and then leaving. Not talking to anybody. Talking through other people's set. You know, heckling or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Glenn. Look. <laughs> you look at me like, I, I feel like I, I listen. I look at what other people sure, are doing Glenn. or whatever. Um, See... See, what y'all don't understand is he's giving me the heat beams right now. He's trying to look through me. But I don't talk through people's set. I'm still listening to what they say. And I'm engaging. And I'll come to people um, like, oh, you in know. And, and if we're cool, you know, maybe give them a note or something. And you can only do that if you're actually listening to their yeah. their set or whatever. But I, I think there's a way to respect the, the set, respect the, the room, and then go get your minutes or whatever. It may cost you more time, but I think that it, in the long run... It's going to help you in terms of uh, your your comedy goals, uh, respecting the room, hanging out with the, the right type, type of people who are who got the right mindset. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of hateration right now. Uh uh-uh. uh Someone's <laughs> trying to interrupt the show. Yeah. Did you pause the show or you? No 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 no. no. Just, <laughs> oh, we, oh, oh I'm just gonna talk through it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end okay. this thing. Okay, we're just gonna. All right, well, all right. I don't even know who's, who's going on here. Damn, mm-hmm. you got me at a at a loss. No, 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 keep going. No, keep talking, man. Just keep rambling at, at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, I mean, so, I mean, and like I said, it could be the old head comic of me. And that's why I don't give out jewels. <laughs> I don't give out advice. Because at the end of the day, what works, what works for me is not going to necessarily work for you mm. and vice versa. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in the, um, um, we get caught up in the wave of, oh, or this, this is how, you know, if, if oh, I, if I go to these particular rooms, then it's going to get me here. And that's cool. And I respect that at the same time. It's like, um, you should just do all the rooms. Mm-hmm. It might take you longer, but you should do all the rooms because all the rooms um, offer something different in each room. That's true. Um, what there is, you know. And just being in a different space, I think, uh, helps you think differently about your joke or, or how you're going to interact with the audience or whatever. Just being in that different environment. There's something about the different energy that might make you perform a little bit different. So going to see somewhere different um on the reverse side of that i think you know when you're when you're running a room sometimes it's like you want people to actually come in and be a part of the environment and it makes it um very much cooler for 
you as a, as a show runner to have people in there who are respecting the room. So that actually helps your, it helps your rapport with the room. If you're doing those things, you're going into the room, respecting it, staying there, looking at the other comics, making notes on it. You know what I mean? Not only does it help the producer, it helps, helps you by, you know, getting that camaraderie, that networking and whatnot. Um, it's just better all around, I think, to, to kind of stay in there. Um, instead of trying to hurry and jump off from place to place to place. But some people got things to do, you know, so um, to each their own. Some people just want to hop from as, as many rooms uh, as they as they possibly can. And, and do that. I mean, I don't care yeah. which, I mean, honestly, I don't care what you do, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, if you come to my room. Right. Because one thing about it is, as a room runner, you got to have respect for my room. You know, that's a hundred percent. And a lot of people, and 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 I say that because what you think you're doing in my room and disrespecting it, I know for a fact <laughs> you wouldn't do it anywhere else. Right. You know, saying so you wouldn't even attempt it because you don't want to lose your ability to get booked there. Right. And the seriousness and and the uh, the aura that it brings. Mm-hmm. So if you wouldn't do that in so this like, room, yeah. Why would you come to my room? Because we're cool. Mm-hmm. And think it was cool to do it there. It was basically, uh, it's, it's like a professional thing. Just every room that you go to, treat it this. You know what I mean? Yeah, just treat it the same. Like, just treat just it, treat it the same. Treat you it the same as a book room. Because at the end of the day, um, in the in the in the um, in the comedy bible, and it, I quote, that "Your next booking won't come from a booker. It will come from another comedian." Hey, hey, that's real. And that's why you should always make sure. There, I've, I've gotten some of the best um, like gigs, like book for some of the best gigs I wish at you didn't. some of these, <laughs> at some of these things where it was a it was a room, you know, barely anybody there, but one of the people there was just real, was like, oh, that was dope, I liked it. Why don't you come out to my room and then got like an actual paid gig out of, yeah. out of doing that. But that comes from respecting the room and not running through the motions. You know what I mean? Like going up there, doing your time. Um, you know, being being a, pro, a professional with it, you know that that helps. And now that I'm, I have a room um, that I'm doing. Do drop in last Friday I heard of every it. month. I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, man, you came out there, lit it up. You know, what I'm saying I, I can't that say that enough. I appreciate you coming out. No, you got to you got to keep coming. I know, I know, I did. Man, you know, yeah. but listen, I'm I'm still going to give credit where it's due, even though you know you're um, what, what's the word uh uh, uh inconsolable, ir- ir- irreparable, it. Uh, incorrigible, you're incorrigible with the <laughs> with the compliments. I'm still going to give it to you. you uh, did a great job, but even that room, like like the way that I have that set up is, I want it to be very structured. You know, what I'm saying there's there's um, there's a set number of comics who are on it, and you come in and you do your time. And what I would like is for, or what has happened is, um, the comics stay there. You stay throughout the performance. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a shorter show, or it's a, it's a moderately short show. Um, you know, it's a couple hours or whatever. You stay there. You watch all the comics. Everybody has a good time. It's a good time show. It's not a pop in, do your minutes, and run out and leave show. Yeah. And I don't want it to be that type of environment. I want it to be, all right, if I know if I'm on this show, I'm going to stick around here for the show, and I might have a late show, but I'm not going to be just doing my minutes and running away. That's not how this show is going to rock. So that's how... Um, that's but sometimes how you got to do that, though. Hey, sometimes so you got to book those comics, because those are the ones that are, um, are going to bring heat. That's yeah. going to bring your heat. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I get it. Because I, mean, I, I, I had that issue with the um, Color Me Funny show where, you know... 
cats at the end. I get it. You know, you got other stuff to do, but is for me, wherever I'm getting the money from mm-hmm. is where I'm going to be at. You know, right. I'm not going to go and run somewhere else unless, you know. Right. There's another thing. Yeah. So, you now, know, if I could space, if I could, if I could space it out properly to <laughs> where I could do both shows, but at the same time from where I'm getting booked at the position wise, I can't, I can only do one show at a time. Until people say, hey, what's going on, man? You, you, you're fading out. What's happening? You know, I'm not fading out, man. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm just getting old. Uh, hey. You know, just, but no. But, I feel um, you on that. I just tried to work out today, and it was it a looks struggle. Like it, it looks like you was trying. Struggle. At least you tried. Okay, listen. I now, say you tried. Listen. Now, the fact that your belly circumference is about three meters longer than mine. I just say you, you tried. Can- <laughs> That's a compliment, because you did more than me. Hey. You put in, you put more effort. You Mike, it. your face did not make it look like a compliment. Because did- I'm sleeping, man. I got, I got shit to do tonight, man. <laughs> I was giving you a compliment. I was like, yo, at least you tried. Okay. At least you gave it an effort. I Are took you, it the wrong way. You're battered, man. Uh, you, yeah, maybe. You, you, you're, you're, you're abused on this podcast so much. You don't know when I'm just like, yo, I'm just... I'm blinking right now. I'm blinking yeah, for somebody so, to help me. Someone, I think. Called, someone called a called Protective a cop. Services. Yes, this man is bad. Is it CPP or whatever? <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, all good stuff. That's all. That's all good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, by the way, I was uh, I was on uh, Respect the Mic with uh, Ashley uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's like a new show started out in Baltimore. It's a, like a new radio show, internet radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of cool. She's supposed to be having somebody on there. That's coming a Wednesday mm-hmm. next Wednesday. It's like a Wednesday show. Okay. Every time it's cool. They got they're, they're working with some cool stuff out in Baltimore, man. You should, you should go check that out. I'm Baltimore right now, yeah. Yeah, I heard you big out there. No, not. Okay. <laughs> I must have heard wrong. You heard you abs- you heard absolutely wrong. Okay. Uh, I've got friends out there, but I'll be out there sometime. But it's hard for me to get out in Baltimore. I supposed to do, uh, shout out to the Big Timers podcast. Every time I'm supposed to go do it and link up with them, I always end up having to back out. Big time. You know, so I think they're. I think um, the head booker is mad at me, and it's fine. Oh wow! I, I mean, I'd be mad at me too if I had to keep pulling out every single time you book me for a podcast. So you're a, a, a habitual. It's hard out. to go out to Timon. Like, do you know how hard it is to get to, you get to um to to like on a on a work day? Yeah, I know. It's a like, grind, like, bro. It, like on the work, like 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 today. Like today, like coming out in all the on traffic. A, yeah, on a Friday early. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you try. I see what you're trying to do. Nah, nah. But what, I, I what see, are you I about? see what road you you're trying about? to go down. But I'm not going to. I'm I didn't gonna, have a. I'm, I'm making the left. Look, I had a. I'm already. I'm, I had I'm, a straight I'm, face, man. Right? That's the problem. Uh, we're not talking about how I almost risked a ticket to get out here. Hey, man, to... that's because you. That's because your muffler fell off. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the commute. Hey, listen. I have a hoopty, and there is no moment that is more sweet than when your hoopty passes state inspection. That's what I happened today. Now, you're talking about my muffler. Um, luckily, I was able to duct tape, tape it, and they let that go. They let that slide. <laughs> Did you really? Did you really? <laughs> I, I, listen, it, it's, it's on there. We don't need to know. I don't want to get in the accident or something, and then they, they run back to tape and be like, well, he was talking about his muffles. Eh? No, it, it passes. Don't, don't, don't give this podcast so much credit. It's only 10, <laughs> 10 people that listen. <laughs> We're growing. Yeah. We're growing. You know, Ten people strong you know, and growing. Is, see, look at the numbers. You know, the last podcast with Tony, shout out to Tony Cobain. He came through and, and we recorded. Um, so you know what time it is. I got to go on break. Um, actually, yeah. I'm going to go and play this joint real quick. So um, Okay. Take a little break. Let me take a little break. This next. Um, we right back on the Open My Radio podcast with my man, Glenn. Hey. It should probably start playing. 
And that was, um, I don't know who that was. I just played a random song. <laughs> but hey, just in case there's some stereo. Um, hey, uh, we don't own the rights to that song either. That is Sonder. 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 Uh, one Night Only. Oh, Lord. Um, that's my homegirl, she the P. Okay, Mike, what is this? Hey, look, first of all, it's not that serious. She's just a model. Okay, so look, I had my hand over the string, and it made me think. Anyway, wow. So. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, look, you got you should pick up this magazine. This no, I'm not. I'great. I'm not. I'm not in it. You just so already not, told the no, name. I, 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 just, I just said who was on the cover. Oh, okay, all right. That's all I said. I'm we'll not. Just, that we're done with that. Okay, cool. We're, we're done with that. Yeah, you something. Let's listen to big up. No, we're not doing that. Okay, just, did they pay? Did he pay me? Are you on the cover? <laughs> no. Are you? Yeah, uh, is, right. anybody, is anybody on this podcast on this cover? This is what you yeah. in my fifty cent voice. <laughs> if it ain't got G Unit name on it, 
Hey, get not, the strap, Mike. Get the it, strap. It, I learned that from I learned that from Rap City G Unit episode <laughs> where they was he was like, if it ain't got G Unit on it, we ain't rocking it. Hey, that makes sense. I don't, you know what I never understood is why when you have the ability to create your own, why we don't? We do, but then we stop. We, it's hard to create and then not get supported at the same time. Mm, yeah. You know, it's like uh, it's like creating a, a clothing line. We, we're quick to we're quick to. Um, that's what a hookup or quick to, uh, and I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not going to say race or color or gender. Mm. I'm just going to, I'm going to state facts. Okay. We always request to support black artists and black owners and black businesses. Right. And then when we do that, when we do certain things, we do those things to support. Cause as a comedian, I am a black business. You know, when I put out merch, I am a black business. When Not I put a businessman, I'm a business man. When, when I do, when I produce a show mm-hmm. and I put a dollar sign on said show, you know, <laughs> like everybody's to understand that everything that I do, mm-hmm. as far as flyers and you know, even this podcast, like this is free. People right. don't mind doing that, but if you put a dollar sign on it, then it's like ah, I don't want it. Yeah, but you want to support black businesses. A lot, there's a lot of stuff. Like I only bought this 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 magazine one because she was on the cover. Two is a local business. Yeah, it's a local magazine. They're starting up. I Sometimes like, you got to do that. You got to pay a little bit of a premium to yeah. support local, or yeah. you know, don't ask for the hookup because you don't understand. You don't understand how much back work had to uh, to get into that. Like yeah. this podcast, like you know, these are hundred dollar microphones. Yeah, you know, what I'm oh, don't don't start telling. No, no, then no. people are going to search out the unbeknownst studio and try to. No, no, they can't. They can't. <laughs> this is this is a hundred fifty dollars mixer. Mm-hmm. You know, this, I have a MacBook computer. We know how right. much MacBooks cost. This, this desk is, is amazing. Yeah, this is this is like so. I'm putting money into this, right? So when I say a dollar sign, don't be like, "Well, can I get the hookup?" Right, and it be like, "Ah, well, who, you know, is is like we got to pay this. We got to play this this questionnaire game." Right. When I'm like, here's the flyer, you'll cause the show, like, well, who's on the show? Well, if you look at the flyer, you there's, can see fight, there's faces on the flyer. Or do you get like, oh, 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 um, is it a free show? It's like, nah, it's actually $10. Oh. Here's the thing. I saw Kevin Hart. Uh huh. I saw him perform. Right. No, everybody that was anybody in DC was all in the, the Capital One Center. Right. It was probably, uh, it was probably a drought. In the DC comedy scene. <laughs> right. Because everybody was at the Kevin Hart show. Right. Kevin Hart tickets were $85. Right. Wow. No one thought about the no eighty five. Like, oh. We're just going to see Kevin Hart. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of posts online about oh, this ticket's way too expensive. Yeah. I can't. It was a Saturday. Yeah, eighty five dollars. Yeah, you had to put your phone in the pouch. Mm-hmm. Well, no, actually, you couldn't even take your phone out. So when you once you put it in your pocket, it was in your pocket. Oh, and you got to pay for parking. Yeah, no one said what anything about it. But yeah. if I say, hey, I have this ten dollar comedy show on a Tuesday, you're right. like, oh man, that's gonna be kind of tough. I've seen Kevin Hart do a Tuesday show. In town, no one, no one ever thinks about ah man. But I got to get up for work in the morning. Yeah. They just be like, you know what? I'm gonna have to call out. I'm gonna just, you know, <laughs> carpool. I'm gonna do something for it, you know. And, and y'all gotta, y'all need y'all to have that same energy. We're not proven now because we're not, we don't have the TV budget or the TV cameras and whatnot. And this not me hating on Kevin Hart or anybody like that. But like when the big time comedians come into town, I don't see this. I don't hear y'all. I don't hear that struggle. For you know, oh, I gotta people, work. Well, people will pay what they you know what they think you're worth. You know what I mean. Yeah. And um, luckily, I've, I've had like a ton of friends who who come out and continually come out and support and have no problem. And I even have said, oh, let me get this ticket for you. And I'm like, no, I want to pay it because yeah. they you know they want to um, be part of it and they want to support. I tell people all the time when they have a problem, I'm like, listen, I'm I'm working towards something. You're investing now. 
for later. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going to remember when you supported them at a, at a young stage and then you come back around and you're like, oh, man, I really want to go, but I don't got the $85 for your tickets. Like, man, you've been supporting me since I was, since before anybody knew I was going to do anything. Let me give you this ticket. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, put a down payment on that. You know what I mean? Because I, I imagine that I'll be doing bigger shows that'll probably have bigger ticket prices. So get a down payment right now. Pay for the early tickets. You know what I mean? So you come back around. That goes for everybody who's in this game. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be somebody. Um, or everybody's not going to be somebody. But people who are going to be somebody, you should support them. And I think I will probably be somebody. I think Mike will probably be some Support us. I appreciate that, man. I don't think I'm going to be much of anything. Um, I mean, I just, <laughs> man, you know, know why? Why? I, told, I think I told Candace this. I told Candace this. Candace August. And I said, Candace, I am comfortable with my comedy mortality. Ooh. Okay. A lot of people are still fighting to be. I'm like, I'm comfortable mm. with my mortality. Okay. I'm comfortable with the fact that I was able. Now, if I could go on a bigger scheme or a bigger tier or whatever, that's fine. But but you're not. That's not going to make or break Mike Brown. Yeah. I'm on the podcast that mm-hmm. I record periodically <laughs> throughout the year. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still touching people. Mm-hmm. Eventually, someone's going to hear this, right? Right. Uh, I'm on other people's podcasts that have right. a greater listening range than I do. Right? Did you? I didn't get to end to the end of that podcast. Did you give a shout out for your podcast? I Open did. mic. You I did. did. I did. Okay. Um, I I get booked regularly or very regularly in the DC comedy scene. You right. know, what I'm saying DC, Baltimore, Maryland, whatever, Virginia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, scene. So I do have a steady stream of revenue under. That right, I help out a lot of comics in the area, right? Present company included, yeah. Which means that one of those comedians one day are going to make it, one of them, mm. and they're going to do their Showtime special, right? I'm comfortable knowing that I'm going to just be a shout out on <laughs> yeah, I just want to shout my man might be man he kind of showed me hey, everything hey. I'm very comfortable with that with that notion <laughs> that my comedy career might all be summed up in a 30 a second, second shout out. out yeah I'm good with that yo I'm comfortable with that yo. listen man not trying to not trying to go too far reach too far into the sun you don't want to be kid Icarus you know what I'm saying yeah I mean if, it go, if I go if I can reach past all of that and like I go further that's yeah. fine I'm okay yeah. with that but like yeah. I don't. you don't want your wings to melt yeah, what, what I'm saying is, it's like you know what? I'm comfortable. Like, I, like I have, I have kids, man. I mm-hmm. have two kids. Right. You know, so I spend a lot of time in comedy. I like to call it a young person's game. You ain't got no kids. You ain't married. You ain't in no serious relationship. You can just up and leave. Right. At any moment, you could be like, "Yo, I'm gonna go to California." I've seen a lot you of do. cats like, you know what? I'm good enough. I'm going to California. Did they my, make it? Any of them? Yeah, my man Leclerc just did the Jimmy Fallon show. I remember when he first started what? here in DC. Yeah. I remember when he first started here. He like, like the he, first open mic. Yeah, he was twenty one savage without the without the tattoos on his face. That's what you're like. Shout out to Leclerc. You know what I'm saying? I've seen um um uh, Sax, um Randy Sax, um Randy Sa- um Safax. Randy Safax. I booked him on his first show. Oh wow. I put I was the first one to put money in his pocket. He did all these you know black Stephen oh, A. Smith. You might have the Midas touch, bro. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I'm very comfortable. <laughs> right. None of them gave me a shout out yet, and that's fine. They ain't got to. Somebody's gonna give me a shout out, and when they do, I will feel like I've accomplished a lot because I have kids, man. <laughs> and when I mean kids, I don't mean like five, mm-hmm. two. So I have to be here, be here for them. Hey, Amen. And and so 
I try you got to, good kids too. You don't even have bad kids where you want to get out of the house yeah, and not, no, no, and not like, be around I, them. I got good kids, man. And so it's like I'm here just to groom them. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter, she's very artistic. Not right. autistic, but artistic. Right. She so, might be the one who blows up and gives you a exactly. Because <laughs> she's she's killing it on the podcast game. I was like, oh, okay. She got a little. And, she got her own little podcast. And what I say when I, I say all that to say that thirty second shout out that I was going to get from one of y'all y'all I'm about to say coons one of y'all. <laughs> One of you coon crickets, I might end up getting an hour shout out uh-huh. on on a Showtime special with my daughter or my son. Oh, okay. And I'm very comfortable with that. You know, this, this is like LeVar Ball. Mm. He wasn't a good football player or basketball player. But now look at him. He got, he got Lonzo. Mm. He got three kids. Mm. He's got Lonzo. You know, uh, Joe Jackson wasn't good at no instruments. <laughs> Except for unless beating ass was an instrument. <laughs> Unless that's a musical instrument, but he can hear how it's supposed to be played. Yeah, and he was like, "That's not that. That's not the octave. Give me the belt. Give me the strap." (laughs) So, so you know, so I'm comfortable with that, man. Everybody not gonna make it to the top, and I understand that the cream rises to the top, and I'm I'm okay with that, yo. And the grind and comedy is very very tough. It's long it's long nights and early mornings for some, and you got to have that kind of time. And I don't have that kind of time. I feel you. You know, I don't. I just don't. That's why I strategically schedule my. I have my schedule set that I'm. But you know what though, if you if you um, like once you start getting more and people see you more or whatever, hopefully the the revenue stream will switch from having to do your nine to five to where you can um, you know be be uh, be a comic like that. That would be yeah. your gig now. I feel like the same thing where where I'm working now have a regular gig, which as well makes me comfortable or whatever. But hopefully. The revenue streams can switch, you know what I mean, and yeah. and but it comes that comes with work, you know what I'm saying, like hard work. Yeah. And the cat said that's like, that's like kind of big now in DC. Mm-hmm. I, I said kind of like you still doing a little comedy thing. No, I mean like big in DC, or you know they're, you know, or they're the, the uh, the hot stuff, right? You know, I don't want to say anything that's gonna irritate people. Like ah, uh, he was talking, he was trying to shade us. Like no, nah, I'm just saying. Who who people believe are the top comics, top tier guys, and and, and, yeah. and and they are in their own right. Way, you know what I'm saying? I've worked with a lot of them, and I'm like, damn! I remember when you first started. Like you're actually pretty good, you know. Now, but that also goes back to an earlier topic that we talked about. But um, but like they're out every day around each other, performing, right? Like I know Cass is like in the booth. Right? They're probably right now with a mic stand and a microphone, eh, practicing their jokes before they even go out there. I do none of that. <laughs> I don't do any of that, and, okay. and, you know, and this is like, um, is is in and so, but it goes. I was to, doing that, by the way, right yeah. before I came here. That's what I was doing. Yeah, man, practicing my boxers in my living room. That's cool. It's a great visual. That's cool. I'm, I didn't need none of that. Yeah, but it goes back to once again <laughs> what we're talking about: the company that you keep. Right. If you notice that company or that circle or the square or octagon of those people that are. The top tier. You just went through every geometric shape that yeah. you could go through. Those people. Every trapezoid that yeah. you hang out with every, could every be hexagon. Every, <laughs> every hexagon. Every pentuplet can. Okay. Yeah, was... they're they're all. They're like all in this little bubble. No, right. it's like they're all they're all tight knit in Close. case. Yeah. So there's like iron sharpens iron. I like to use that phrase because I saw it on a Facebook status. Right. Iron sharpens iron. It was like okay. Right. You know, so you just got to find the iron that sharpens you. And if that, that group doesn't produce the level of consistency or the level that you're trying to be a part of or Why? you've yeah. exceeded, 
that um, why are you there? Who, who yeah, you with? You don't want to be the top dog in your circle. You always want to be the guy that's learning. You want to be part of the learning tree. Mm. You know, when I do the three guys on podcast, I'm a different person because I'm still trying to learn. I was, I, I I think I bring something to the table, and they bring a lot to the table. Right. So in the, spoiler alert, in the Jaws uh, <laughs> episode, always I keep bringing up this episode because it's really really funny. Oh, is it? Because okay. um, towards the end. Somehow we got on Mitch McConnell, and um, uh, we're talking about Mitch McConnell, and and Andy going to this Mitch McConnell impression voice, but it's absolutely hilarious. Andy Klein, <laughs> he has a CD out right now called Vintage, is on iTunes. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. I gotta check that. And then uh, Randolph Terrence has one called um, Blue Magic. Blue so, Magic. All right, so this is going on, right? <laughs> In the midst of it, I say Mitch McConnell could do a Cracker Barrel commercial. Like, if once Mitch McConnell leaves the Senate, he can get a, a sponsorship or an endorsement, be a spokesperson for Cracker Barrel. And that's when Andy decides it'll be a great time to talk, <laughs> to do the commercial. So as Mitch McConnell. As Mitch McConnell. So I'm, maybe I can pull it up here. It's, maybe I can pull it up here. I don't know. Yeah, that's that and, is and, and it's like, and he did it for like, it was a 15-minute segment. He did it for 15 minutes. And like me and Randolph was chiming in, but nothing was going to be as impactful as what he was saying right then. Yeah, because he it was it was it was amazing. Now I have to reinstall the podcast app, so I'm let that I'm gonna let that part. But yeah, so it was like one of those things where you're just talking, you're bantering, you're going back and forth, and boom, magic happens. But if you don't have the right people around, you don't have about that serious that's not really into it, things of that nature. Then what you have is, you know, a horrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make any sense. Speaking of which, horrible experience. Did you see Kanye in the Oval Office? I don't want to talk about that, Coon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because I think I think um, Kanye gets enough of our attention. Him, Trump, all these all these elitists, all these um, egotistical guys that need their egos fed, they need that attention. There are people that's dying in, um, in North Carolina. There are people that's still dying in Puerto Rico. A lot of stuff is happening in this world, and we're talking about uh, <laughs> I mean, alternate, alternate universe. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> Kanye West wearing a red hat, you know, and then he went to the Apple store. Like, that's not news to me, and maybe because I'm getting older, but it's like, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world right now. We got a guy who repeatedly kept saying he drank beer. <laughs> that's now on your Supreme Court, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's it's weird, and I, that's why I'm, not to cut you off and be like let's talk about, but I don't really want to talk about that ignorance because what he was spewing is just talking points that the Republicans have been saying not this year, not this year, and not last year. Yeah, ninety six. <laughs> he was talking gibberish. He wasn't even talking talking points. He was yeah. talking in circles. He's like, yeah, there's a, st- a systemic. Um, but uh, someone issue. brought up a good point. He he clearly has like a mental health issue, right? Yeah, it doesn't make it's, you an ad. Okay. You, you can't have a mental issue, know that you have a mental issue, and then at the same time say, I didn't take my meds. Yeah. I have a mental issue. I just think it's sad. I think we're looking at the downfall of a... It was already down. Of an icon, though. No, no. It, it, when his mama passed, yeah. it was over. Yeah, that's sad, man. No. I that's why you got to be there for people. Yeah. Yeah, but he had Jay Z. I blame Jay Z. No, he cut he, him off. Jay Z, like even though Kanye he was in Paris, was wild, he embarrassed. He embarrassed him. He was embarrassed. <laughs> he was embarrassed. And sometimes you got to cut people off. But I'm like, damn, Jay, just just reach out to him because the boy need help. <laughs> well, maybe he doesn't need help though. But I'm, I'm I think Kanye's gotten to that point where he's just big. Where he that's what he thinks he don't need help. You need somebody. You can't ever get that if big where no one mental, can tell you shut the fuck up. If you have mental issues, yeah, 
and you know you have mental issues, and there's no one around until you take your meds, and do you go somewhere and say, I didn't take my meds? You're purposely doing what you're doing. Yeah. You're, 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 one, is that a mental issue? If you can, if you can say, hey, <laughs> I didn't take my meds today, <laughs> and I did, and I did it on purpose, because I know when I don't take my meds, this is what's going to happen. You didn't take your meds. Okay, cool. And then Jim Brown sitting there looking like Bill Cosby, if Bill Cosby was out of jail mm. with a cane on. Mm-mm-mm. So at the end of the day, I, I say, I just say, I don't really give it too much attention because at the end of the day, I just bring it up because I do think we're in an alternate universe, and I think that was that was case in point of how we're in an alternate universe. I, I think what we're we're in is the last days. Is my any RP? You think so? I hope I could get. I hope I could uh, just just do one big show before my last day. Just put everything together and do one big show. I found it by the way. I found Vintage on on uh, on iTunes. Oh, so you had time while we were recording this podcast to pull up Vintage. I certainly did. That shows you how much you... Um, I certainly did. <laughs> that shows you how much you respect this podcast. Hey, I respect the hell out of it, I'm just, man. I'm just but yeah, man. Um, and then he did that thing on SNL where he was like, I was being bullied. They didn't want me to wear this hat. It's just like... I'm a, I call them... I call all these people. Uh, Steve Harvey. Mm. Jim Brown. Kanye. If it's not them, it's somebody else. All these people are the sleeper cells. And when Trump needs a, a, a distraction, he needs someone that needs to control the headlines. Because prior to this, Fox News started airing his rallies because his rallies were losing viewerships and they, the ratings were going down. So what did we do? Activate the Kanye sleeper cell. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> that he's, he goes back from, I'm not wearing the hat no more. My fault for saying slavery was a choice to, I'm putting the hat on and I'm not on my meds. And look at me. I love you, man. It's- he had he had like two months to devise what he was going to say, and what he came out with in the Oval Office was, I think we and yelling at the top of his lungs, I think we in an alternate universe. I love this man. I think that's crazy. I think that's crazy. How how do you come up with after two months to think about it? Because whatever he said, whatever his mindset was, there was backlash, and he apologized. Mm-hmm. But that gives you time to reformulate what you're thinking, right? Yeah. So the next time when you speak on it, when you're in that situation, you should have a clear thought, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I said something right now, like I insulted you or said something about you, right? But I said, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Then I see you in two months and we talk about it. I should probably have in my mind what I actually meant so I could say it clearer, right? Yeah. That didn't happen. It actually sounded crazier two months later. You know why? Because why? he has a mental, he has mental issues. Mm. That he has the ability with mental issues to say, hey, I'm crazy and I didn't take my meds. Did he? Wow. I blame Jim Brown. Jim Brown? Not, but I also blame his, because um, he's going to get a divorce. Watch, watch what I say now. Here's my prediction. Kim Kardashian is going to is going to divorce him Ooh. because he's being bad for the brand. Ooh. The Kardashian brand. Ooh. And when he loses Kim K, it's all over. That's going to be sad. He'll probably wear his own clothes. You know the little raggedy joints, the little homeless raggedy joints that he it's put all out. Over. Yeah, I think he might be rocking. Those. I mean, and at the end of the day, you know what? Man, you know what? I I pray for Kanye. Can I do that? Can I? Because I know it's, it's bad form right now to be uh, in his corner, but I just pray for the brother, man. Like, no, it's it's, it's terrible, but I just I just because you can see somebody unraveling in front. But he's of He's been unraveling. Yeah, since his mama passed yeah. away. Yeah, 808s and heartbreaks. He's been unraveling since 808 and heartbreaks. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then this, then this happens. So at the end of the day, you can pray for him. At the same time, prayer without works 
It's useless. Ooh, so you're saying I should I should go try to seek him out. No, Maybe I could counsel him. Maybe. You're right, Mike. I think I should you go should do that. Probably, As a matter of fact, you should probably go and help him take his meds. Because if you're if you have a mental issue, right? Right. <laughs> but then you go on live TV and say I have mental issues and I'm crazy. But you didn't. But I also didn't take you're not my. Trying to fix it. You're, you're not, not trying, trying to. You're, to fix and it. you're bragging about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem. You're not seeking help. That's a problem. You, you can't. You can't help nobody. that's not seeking help. Mm-hmm. Seeking help isn't going to the White House. Seeking help isn't going to. Uh, is going on these rants on social media. He knows what he's doing. That's the sad part. And we're and and some of us are hook, line, and sinker. Oh, pray for Kanye, not you, but you, yeah. you already said it. But hey, Kanye, this Kanye, that Kanye. What? All this is just one bit distraction for November six. You know what November six is? It's election day. Mm-hmm. Go and vote. Georgia is trying to is trying to suppress the vote by ref, by um, taking people off the rolls. Yeah, yeah. So you got that going on, but people are still talking about Kanye. Fuck Kanye, cause Kanye knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh yeah, oh. Yeah, man. Okay. So I, no, I feel I feel what you're saying. That that makes a hundred percent, hundred percent sense. The the whole thing with the the voter rolls and and things in Georgia, that's a whole different issue yeah. where they're trying. Basically, every all this is a big distraction. And I wouldn't be surprised if after that. Um, that meeting with Kanye because it was all over the news that there was something because usually something big yeah. like that happens and then oh by the way we took away the pre-existing conditions in your health care oh that yeah. was on the day it's that Kanye was and then you didn't you're like when did that happen it's like oh yeah remember mm. when y'all were talking about Kanye that, that yeah, yeah the same day sorry that's why I don't watch CNN and I don't yeah. watch Fox News I watch MSNBC watch C-SPAN yeah I watch all of them I watch C-SPAN you should watch C-SPAN okay Rachel it's, so, it's so boring but you should Rachel Maddows isn't on that Okay, she's cute. I like a little pixie haircut. Yeah, Rachel Maddow. Now, see that was that sexist because I went to the cute part instead of the intelligent part. She's also very intelligent. I find that sexy too. The fact that you acknowledge that makes you a sexist. But I'm I'm acknowledging. I'm trying to be better. Isn't that what we're all supposed to be doing right now? We're trying to be better about what we're doing. I think when you recognize, oh, I made a sexist comment. Maybe I should. I'm gonna walk that back. That was a mistake. I think we should allow people to to fail, make it's mistakes, too late and, and bring it back. It's too late. Are we? For me now, personally, or just you're in done. General? You're done. I'm like, done. Like, I somebody hear that, they're gonna be like, "You're sexist." You're sexist. <laughs> like, I didn't hear anything. As you, I didn't hear anything after you said. Like, I should walk that How back. How can I be sexist if I'm it's in love late. with a gay woman? It's too late. I think that's, you didn't. You that's, didn't say okay. she was intelligent. I, I mean, I think she's intelligent. Now I'm you think? Sure. Do you know I'm she's not, intelligent? Yeah, Are you aware, or is she not? That's super intelligent. I'm asking. I'm asking for the women correlation. Listen, listen. If we were on a date. I would probably have to compliment her on both things, her 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 attractiveness and intelligence. Which one would you compliment I, first? I, I probably should do the intelligence first. <laughs> you were right. That is correct. I'm just asking. I'm asking for the women coalition. Yes. Hey, listen, ladies, I respect all of your intelligence, even the ones who don't have it. I also respect respect your your sex sexiness and sensuality, even the ones who don't have it. You know what I mean? I just respect you as a human being. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just talking in circles right you now. You should have probably so walked. You, you, no, you probably should but, not stop talking. <laughs> you should just probably stop talking. It's not making any sense. No, nah, shout outs to, to Rachel Mallow. She's a super intelligent, smart, yeah. uh, beautiful woman, and I appreciate her. You did it again. Period. You, There's you, a period you to You left the beautiful part out. The beautiful? Don't say beautiful? Don't say beautiful. You can't say beautiful? No, no man. How have things changed since we were younger? 
Mm. What color is this? Hold on. What's, what color is this? Okay. What color is this paper? What okay. color is this paper? I got you. What color is the paper? I got you. What color is the you. paper? It's, it's, what color is it? It's um, it's uh, eggshell. And what color is eggshell? Eggshell. Eggshell is. My, this is what my grandfather does to me. Hold on. Let me see. Give me something white. Give me something. What color is this mouse? <laughs> what color is this? What color is this magic mouse? <laughs> Got to make sure that you're so. fully aware. I had a, I had a, I had a coworker. She's, I can't think of her name, but when she would talk about the boss, or whatever, and the boss was white, uh-huh. she would damn near break her neck to find anything that was white. Oh wow! And if she couldn't. She just pointed her hand. Look, look, you know, you know them babies. You know what, the, what the, this is going on now? Yeah. Nah, so, I hear you. So anyway, I think this, I think this is a good time to wrap. Man, it is because we got to get to these shows tonight. So what, you doing? This, you doing a show tonight? But I guess t- this is going to air well after that. Yeah. So then okay. no one's gonna buy a ticket. So yeah, to so. a show unless they find a, pay, a, a ticket stub on the ground. <laughs> uh, hey, but the last Friday of the month is when I have my uh, do drop in show, and then I, I know you sh- got sh- shenanigans every Monday, right? Yeah, lady show October twenty um, second. I also got the um, comedy paint and with Tony Minor October twenty third. I also no no 20, I'm sorry the thirtieth. I got that on the thirtieth. I also have. Um, where am I at? I think I'm at the Connolly Connolly Club. Uh uh-uh. oh. Let me see. Adrian Rodney, there we go. With Adrian Rodney. Let's take So you just oh. gonna you gonna cut waves oh, on. Oh, wow, wow. You gonna just, cut waves on. It's on it's on it was supposed you to be on mute. You're gonna cut waves on. It was supposed to be on mute, which clearly wasn't the case. Uh, on the twenty third, I'm I don't know where I'm at, but wherever I'm at, I'm there. I wanna say it's the um Connolly Club. But um hey man. Hey, that was that was a that was a damn fine episode. We what do we let's recap what we what we went into. We talked about who you should be hanging out with and how that affects uh, your bookings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how to handle yourself in rooms. Um, that was kind of cool. We also talked a little bit about your uh, your podcast with uh, Andy Klein and uh, Randolph Terrence, three guys on. How cool that was. Uh, we got into Andy Klein's vintage on iTunes. That was real fun. Uh, we discussed how much of an intelligent person uh, Rachel Maddow is uh, and how much we enjoy her. Uh, we prayed for Kanye to, to get better. You did not pray for Kanye. That's right. <laughs> I just hate to see a brother just, oh, man. Don't worry. He's not worried about it. He's not, he's worried, not about worried about it. And everybody else just kind of wrote you. him off. I just hate. I just hate seeing that someone supremely talented being ruined by a mental defect or, or disease, it's only ruined and if not take your being able to, to take to his come meds. Back. And no, but no one in his corner to help him. No, he has many people. To, first of all, Kanye is rich enough; he can buy people to be in his corner to help him. You can't buy love, money. Mike. The shit that we got between each other, me and you, brother, you can't buy it. Good night, y'all. Told her get ready for the business. She the gift I needed since Christmas. I ain't never take off my wish list. Things started with a kiss, kiss. Now we all twisted yoga positions. Told her she remind me of a G. Told her she the way she My name is Deja Brown, and you're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh huh. What up, this is Hurt, a.k.a. The Big Hurt, a.k.a. The Black Mountain. And right now you're listening to my guy, Mike Brown, on the Open Mic Radio Podcast.